guys, I'm Lisanne, and welcome back to the Pop Squad, the coolest podcast here on Spotify where we discuss our thoughts, ideas, and anything that's been heavy on our mind. Now, today's topic has been heavily requested by you guys, and so finally, we will be discussing the G20 protests of 2010. But first, before we begin, songs of the day. So today's songs of the day are The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby and American Idiot by Green Day. Now, interestingly enough, these songs will be actually relating to what we will be talking about today. Now, let's get into it. From June 25th to June 27th in 2010, Toronto hosted the fourth ever G20 Summit at the Metro Toronto Convention Centre. And over the course of 10 days from June 17th to June 27th, various different groups and organizations rallied to protest about different topics and different issues. Some of these rallies protested anti-poverty, gay rights, indigenous rights, the fossil fuel subsidization, but also a lot of people were protesting the G20 summit and the G20 as a whole. Some of the key players in the early protests were the Canadian Labour Congress, Councils of Canada, Greenpeace, and Oxum. Now what makes this protest or these protests so notable were the events that occurred from June 26th to June 27th, and those were the riots and the police brutality that occurred. Just to give a quick rundown of what happened on the June 26th, um, about 10,000 people gathered to rally downtown at the arrival of the G20 in Toronto. Jeff Atkinson from the Canadian Labour Congress, Kumi Naidu from Greenpeace, and Sid Ryan of the Ontario Federation of Labour were all present during this protest making speeches against the G20. However, about 200 protests dressed in all black and in masks broke away from the rally and headed towards the convention center where they began smashing and defacing buildings, hospitals, and setting vehicles on fire. These protesters then changed back into their civilian clothes and hid among the large crowds. At this point, police officers started pepper spraying people and shooting rubber bullets at protesters. And for the first time in Toronto history, officers were deploying tear gas into crowds. About 480 people were arrested on June 26th. Now, on June 27th, the OPP decided to double the amount of cops that were present in downtown Toronto to 20,000. Later that day, 100 people were arrested off of the UFT campus for wearing black or seeming suspicious. Another 224 more people were arrested at Queen and Spadina for simply rallying at a bike rally. Many of the people arrested included people of the media, journalists, and photographers. The police then created a blockade around many bystanders and protesters, forcing them outside in the rain for four and a half hours. It was freezing cold and nobody could leave. By the end of the 10-day protests, more than 1,118 people were arrested and sent to makeshift detention centers where they were strip-searched and then thrown into cages. Within these cages, they were given very little food and very little water, and the portable toilets that were there had no doors on them. Many lawsuits followed the departure of the G20, most notably Sharon Good versus the Toronto Police Service, which was recently settled on October 19, 2020, for $16.5 million in settlement. This agreement also included an apology from the OPP and an acknowledgement of the events that occurred on June 26th and June 27th. Anyone arrested between that 10-day period was entitled to $5,000 and $24,700. Since then, OPP has promised to review its regulations on protests and how they handle them. 
Well, that was all the time we had for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We'll see you guys next week.